first episode of the podcast, Impeccable Degenerates. I'm you young, heard? I'm Young Ed Glue. This is Big Maz the Don, you heard? We out here, it's a Saturday. Uh, Saturday, what, what fucking time is it? It's 5.40. It's 5.40, shawty. Ain't got, a, ain't got a goddamn thing to do <laughs> ain't today. Ain't got a goddamn thing to do, you hear Not me? today, not tomorrow. Not no other day. Monday, fuck Monday. Fuck Monday, <laughs> fuck Tuesday, fuck Wednesday, fuck all the Smiths. Fuck all that shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> we in here. We live. We live, dog. What's yeah. up? What's up, young? <laughs> I don't know, man. I've just been uh, sitting at the house today, um, partially hungover. I went out last night. Um, oh, shit. See, you- I be trying to tell you not to do that shit. You don't listen to me. Man, I got hope sometimes. I, I don't know if it's really hope, but I think it's just, uh, you know, I'll, I'll just, what we were talking about earlier, I'll just sit at the house. I got great intentions. Sitting here, playing Xbox. Turn down the AC a little nah, bit. Now, what happened is your dick get hard. You be out there trying to get some pussy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't really say anything about that. But uh, it's uh, it's not the main mission of the night when I go out. But bullshit. But uh, you know, it's like a you know, it's like an underlying theme. Underlying theme. I got you. I feel you. Be a uh, um, I didn't I, I didn't tell you the whole story about that girl last night. So like, no, you didn't. You so didn't. um. You know, like I went to, we were at Tifton's college crowds back in town and uh, not too happy about that, mostly because, um, you know, all the bars get so fucking crowded on the weekends. You can't really do shit. That's why I don't like, I don't like to do that shit, dog. I ain't up fight, dog. Oh, man. It was like, it was like a music festival. I was in there. I was standing at this table. My friends wanted to go play pool at Newman's upstairs. And I'm just like, I'm not trying to live that fucking life. Nah, fuck that shit. We went up there. We went to Newman's beforehand. And I was like, hey, guys, let's go to fucking Newman's. Let's go see Steve, because Steve's, like, probably the best bartender in Johnson City. One of the top three, at least. I don't know Steve, but shout out to Steve. Steve, friend of the pod. What's up, big dog? <laughs> Facts. But uh, it's up. <laughs> Impeccable degenerates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we, um, you know, we got there and, um, you know, got, got my standard shot in a beer. And then uh, they're like, hey, let's go upstairs because we want to play some pool. And I'm like, I don't want to fucking play pool, nor do I want to sit there and fucking watch you guys play pool. And then every fucking time they ask me to play pool, I'm too fucking drunk, and I'm just I make a fool out of myself. And uh, one of my buddies, he's very serious about I find about pool it. very racist. <laughs> You're hitting the white ball into the black ball. Anyway, we can get into that later. Go ahead, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, dude. <laughs> Yeah, like, you know, you're just sitting there. With a stick, mind you. Anyway, well, yeah. it sounds like police brutality. One of my buddies, you know, he's, like, very serious about his pool game because he, um, you know, he, he's got the whole fucking, he's got the whole leather satchel. You know, he's walking around with this, like, stick on his back like he's fucking legless and, oh, like, Lord of the Rings. All right. What the fuck is a weather satchel? Oh, oh, uh, I think I miss, I think. Uh, I'm none, from the hood, dog. Like, it, it's like a little satchel. It's like, you know, it's like in Lord of the Rings. You seen that shit? Unfortunately, yeah, them fucking elves, man. Like legless, he's got his fucking uh, arrow on the back of him, but uh, he's got there's like a little stick, a stick holder. I guess that's like a satchel or whatever the fuck you want to call it. But um, why well, ain't got no weapons? He could probably bust <laughs> his stick over somebody if he wanted all right, to. All right, I got you. All right, go ahead, man. Yeah, man. One of my buddies, he's very serious about it. He's got his own stick. He's got his like personalized, um, you know, stick holder. That wraps around his back. He's walking around downtown like this. And, like, um, you know, like, I kind of look at things because, you know, that's what I do. Right. And, like, 
people were just like, what the fuck is that shit? The whole fucking night, like in random fucking They probably bars. thought he's going to like fucking, uh, what is it called? What they do in there? They was attacking my, they whip a sword out. I'm going to unsheath my sword, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, Some sort of mass sword, uh, sword fest. <laughs> Like a gore fest. Yeah, and then you got Gollum in the back. My precious. You know, (laughs) you know, shit, man. They didn't know. Yeah. uh, That's weird when other white people scare white people. I've never seen that shit. Do explain. I saw it firsthand last (laughs) night, big dog. So just imagine, you know, somebody's walking up. They got this thing strapped to their fucking back. It's like a customized pool holder satchel thing, whatever the fuck it's called. It's made out of, like, leather. It's fucking yellow, so everybody can see it. And, um, you know, who knows what you got in there? Maybe you got, like, a Facts. dark gun or something like that. You're trying Facts. to, like, put some rohypnol in, like, some sort of a uh, person's drink or whatever. Facts. <laughs> but, uh, you know, some people are, you like. You look like a creepy-ass motherfucker ra- masquerading around like that. Anyways, um, you know, like, he walks in there with his pool thing, ready to, like, shoot some balls. And I'm just like, man, I started to, like. Pause. <laughs> I started to reanalyze. <laughs> I started to reanalyze my whole life at that point because I'm just like, why am I here with this person who's got this pool stick attached to his back with a sling? <laughs> and then I'm just like, how does that reflect on me when I'm trying to I'm trying to go out there try to find some wop at the end of the night? <laughs> Not a great look, man. Not a great look. No, nah, it don't sound like a great look at all, dog. See, that's why I stay. That's why I stay my black ass inside. You know what I did last night? Ask me. What'd you do last night? Not shit. (laughs) (laughs) I stayed my black ass in the house, got on the Xbox, you know, spent some time with my girl. You know, that's that's how I'm trying to do nowadays, man. I'm old, man. I ain't got time for that shit. You know, I had good intentions about going out last night because, um, you know, I made some food at the house. I was just like, you know, I got I got a couple I got a couple friends who like they're older. Um, they don't party. They use like they fifteen years older than me. They positive influences. Didn't look like it. <laughs> well, you know, it was good to hang out with them. But after they went home, oh, see, that's where you fucked up. Your ass should have went, went home. on home. I should have went. Your home. ass should have went on home and be like, "Hey, bro, you want to play Call of Duty?" I w- I would have been like, "Bet, bitch." <laughs> and then you would you wouldn't have had none of that. You wouldn't have had none of that experience. I know, man. I should have went home, but like I was just like, uh, you know, maybe because you chasing that pussy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that uh, pussy gets you in trouble, dog. I know, man. I've been there many times. I would, I, I hate to admit it, but many I times haven't. Before. <laughs> 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 yeah, man. Like they went home, and um, you know, I always have like really great conversations with them. One of my buddies, mm-hmm. Casey. A shout out to Casey, friend of the pod. Casey. He's writing a book, and he sent me his um. His draft of his book, which I got to read this week, but uh, um, hey, send that shit to me. I want to read that shit. What about uh, we got to put Casey out there, man? Tell him, tell the folks what it's about. Uh, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't even opened it yet. I so. got, you read the back. <laughs> no. He your friend, dog. He didn't give me a lot of information about it from God the start. Dang. But anyways, Casey's writing this book. It's it's actually in the editing process for the publishers. Bet. But um, I'm gonna read that shit um this week. But uh, he gave me a copy, sent me a, a draft of his book. They're good people, him and his wife, Julie. Um, they're they're good folks. And, um, s- you know, we had a couple drinks. And then they're <laughs> like, hey, we're going home. And then and then that's at the point where I was just like, uh, 
I thought I was going to go home, but I don't feel like going home. Because I had been drinking. That drink, hey. Pew, pew, pew for drinking, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, man, that drinking, dog, that's how I be, man. You, I ain't going to lie, dog. Like, I be like, man, I'm going I'm to do this, I'm going to do that. I'm going to be productive today. And then, you know, I'm, I'm doing my thing. And then I hear a whisper from the refrigerator, dog. It's like, hey, nigga. Hey. Hey, nigga. It's me. B-E-E-R. <laughs> I think I threw too many E's in there, but I've been drinking. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and you want to drink? Hell yeah, I want to drink. One drink equals five. Five drink equals ten. Ten equals about 25. You know, that's math. Beer math. Get it? And the next day, it's just like, I just got to put vodka in my cereal this morning because uh, we got to. Get this day off right. Vodka and the goddamn cereal. Nah, we don't do that now. One now, of my one of my old roommates, his he said oh that his man. cousin was a pretty bad juice hound, and he would put vodka, vodka in the cereal in the morning. Not the cereal. No, the cereal, the milk and the cereal. He poured that shit in there. Mm, goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I don't That's know. That's white people shit, dog. <laughs> uh, they are they, black folks. We put henny in our shit. <laughs> But yeah, that shit was like they. I mean, that's Richlands, Virginia, man. <laughs> I'm in Richland. Shout out to Richlands. Shout out to Richlands. I go up there, but y'all some backhill motherfuckers, you know. <laughs> no, I, hey, y'all treat my black ass pretty damn good. Can't say that for a lot of places around here, but I be up there. Shout out to Richlands, Virginia. Shout out. But yeah, my roommate told me that shit a long time ago, and I'm just like, I, I can't imagine that. But you know, like I, I know some alcoholics now. And I'm just like, yeah, that kind of makes sense now. Well, fuck, don't do me like that. I'm an avid alcohol consumer, not an alcoholic. Alcoholics got a problem. Avid, uh, avid alcohol consumers, we understand what we need, what we want, and we respect the boundaries. We go to work every day, every day. We pay our bills, but we like to consume the juice. It's all about the juice, baby. It's all about the juice. That's what I'm baby. saying. But yeah, like, you know, I'd had a few drinks. I was feeling pretty good. I had some drinks throwing up. I want to go ahead and let's let's just go ahead and put that out there. So like, I was already in a, in a mood to uh, make a bad choice. That's where that's that's where the night goes wrong, man. Yeah, so I, I you know I, I called up my friends. It's like that fucking song I sent you earlier this week, um, Albert Collins. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I ain't drunk. I, I ain't drunk, <laughs> motherfucker. That drinking. shit hit my soul, dog. <laughs> For the listeners who don't know about the song, it's Albert Collins. I ain't drunk, and it is the. I think it's. I think it could be arguably the theme song. Theme for song both of, this, of our lives of this show, <laughs> of this yeah. motherfucking show. But um, the first couple of uh, the lyrics of the song are, "When the sun goes down, I get with the fellas and I begin to clown, and that's what happens every single time I go out downtown." Facts, ain't that? That's bars. Hashtag bars. <laughs> But yeah, man, like, I'm just getting kind of, like, burnt out about going out in Johnson City, like, the whole, like, right, bar I'm, scene. I'm going to stop you right there, young. <laughs> you say that shit every goddamn week. And what's your goddamn ass do, young? Young igloo. Your ass go out <laughs> four, five, six <laughs> times a week. Your ass go out and text me, hey, man, 
this this is young uh, young igloo's voice. Hey man, hey man. I, you know what, man? I'm just tired. I'm just tired of downtown scene, man. I'm gonna just chill at home, drink some beer, get in shape. I ain't going down there no more. All right, I'll be like, man, that's that's what's up, dog. That's what you do, you. Hey, man, that's what I've been trying to tell you. Five hours later. Hey, man, I'm at Newman's. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck you doing at Newman's? Trying to get some pussy. <laughs> get that what? <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, take your ass home. I'm out here, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that's young igloo, folks. I try, I try my best. And uh, my best doesn't really work out. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker, don't try it all. Motherfucker, try for five minutes. Five minutes tops. Give him five minutes. Let let a motherfucker hit him up. Hey, bro, you want to go out? Shit, I ain't doing nothing. Ain't nothing but a thing, dog. <laughs> I think what it is, it's like, you know, like, I, you know, like, I think I'm starting to slowly learn my lesson, uh, especially after last night, slowly. because... Very slowly, and we're talking about like Very less than a turtle's slowly. pace here. But um, less than the turtle's pace, you got damn right. What ends up usually happening is that we'll get to one place, we'll have some drinks, and then we'll be like, "Hey, let's go to this next place, which is right across the fucking oh, street." Oh, that juice get a hold of you. That's what happens. I'm just juicing, man. I'm just like that you know, juice get a hold of you. It start talking to you. I ain't gonna lie, man. It start talking to you. You have you about four drinks in, you still in control. I'm like, you know what? I think I'm gonna go home. Somebody be like, hey, let's have one more shot. You're like, all right. And then that juice monster hits you. Hey, you ain't no bitch, is you? I'm like, nah, I ain't no bitch. Then why the fuck you trying to go home, dog? <laughs> man, I got responsibilities, man. I got to get up in the morning, you know. I got to you know, I gotta take care of some shit, you know. Nah, you, you bitching out, dog. Get out there. Go on. All right, all right, bet. I ain't no bitch. Next thing you know. You about fifteen drinks in, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Because because you ain't trying to give up to that juice monster. That juice monster, is a motherfucker. Yeah, because I think um, started out down at the Atlantic Ale House. Shout out to some people down there. <laughs> they cannot be named. We'll keep them uh, nameless individuals. Um, so right down there, then we end up going to uh, I think Tipton or Newman's or Tipton next. And then don't um, look at me. I fucking know. I went there, baby. I went there. <laughs> Kim, uh, he was not there. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have no recollection of what he's talking about. Okay, but yeah, I think I ended up at one of these places. Then went down across the street to another place, had another drink, and then went to another place. Went back to the first place. So we're pretty much zigzagging all through downtown at these like three establishments. And then at a certain point, I'm just like, I guess I just can't do this anymore. Going back and forth, back and forth to these places. It's like, what's what's going to change? Not a goddamn thing. Them girls is what's going to change, big dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> and uh, uh, you can tell who the single one is. I learned last night that um, it doesn't change. I mean, the, you know. It's just, uh, you know, it doesn't change that much. But uh, what I was getting to. Marriage changed a lot of things. What the fuck you talking about? I was married once, but it was like the biggest mistake of my life. And I think grad school was number two. I can't remember. I can't figure out which. The, I can't figure out which 
was the biggest mistake? Going to grad school or going or well, getting married? Well, my you got married for the wrong damn reasons. I was 24 when I got married. That's what I'm talking about. You know, I'm at, what are we, mid 30s now? I'm yeah. Just, I'm just now married. Now, I made a lot of mistakes. Don't get me wrong. I had kids when I was, what, 19, 20? You know? Yeah. Then I had another kid when I was like 25. <laughs> yeah. I got that shit out of my system. Guess what, though, dog? When I'm like 48, I'm going to live my best life. Your child support going to be gone. I'm going to live my best life, dog. So you're going to buy a boat and um, we're going to go nah, chill on the boat? I'm going to buy an RV, God damn it. I'm going to live like y'all. I'm going to live like white folks. <laughs> me, me, me and my precious wife, Kim. Shout out, Kim. Shout out, Kim. Friend of the pod. Friend of the pod, Kim. What's up? Friend of the pod. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, you know, we're going to buy a goddamn RV, and we're going to do some old people shit. We're going to try to fuck the country. Hey, man, real talk, man. If I ever got rich, if I ever got rich, this is what I'm going to do right here. I'm going to live off the grid, dog. We're going to travel. We're going to do, you know, we're going to do whatever the fuck we want to do. Hopefully, by the time, because like I said, by that time, you know, my uh, my one daughter, she be grown. My son be grown. My other daughter, she be about grown on the edge, on the precipice. Like, we can do some shit. Like, that's what I'm talking about, man. Like, I'm not promoting having kids young, man, but I, later on, you can reap some benefits. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and I think that's I think that's like the difference between me and you, dog. On the real talk, on the real tip, is I had to slow down, you know, because I had kids, man. Yeah. And and I couldn't do a lot of things that I wanted to do. Like I was doing that shit. I was bar hopping, man, motherfucker. I've been fucked up since I was fourteen. <laughs> 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 you know, doing all all kinds of shit. You yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? So by the time I hit, you know, nine, 18, 19, I was actually kind of slowing down then. <laughs> I'm going to let that go. I'm actually kind of, I ain't going to tell him what he just did. Because it would be an embarrassment on the juice. <laughs> no. Anyway. Oh, I got so many jokes. Anyway. <laughs> but no, nah, for real though, about 18, 19, I was trying to slow down. Then I really had to slow down. And honestly, I'm glad that shit happened because I probably went the way I was going now, because I was going hard in the paint. I probably wouldn't be here right now. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, dude. My kids saved my life, you know? I mean, that's real tip. I didn't mean to divert you from what the fuck you was talking about, about some pussy. But, you know, <laughs> I banged the pussy. Yeah. Rest in peace, John Rivers. But anyway, you know, but this juice is hitting, and the juice put that on my heart. Yeah, man. I mean, let's just let's just go ahead and uh, say R.I.P. John Witherspoon again. Oh, that's right. Friend of the pod upstairs. Upstairs. Yes, John Witherspoon. Um, Pops. It's just different now, man. It's like I am 34 years old, and I am single. I'm fairly successful. I got shit going on, and. Um, I don't know. I think at this point, it's like dating is like really hard for me, especially because it's like um, I 
a I just part of it, man, it's just like the fucking pool, bro. It's like it's like I don't want to raise someone else's child, which takes away at least like sixty percent of my dating ta- pool here. That takes away everybody our age. Sixty percent sixty to seventy five, arguably percent. Because there's so many I, I just feel like a lot of people um, you know, like they'll get pregnant earlier in their twenties and then They'll either have, like, people that are, like, five or six years old now, or they'll have kids that are, like, two or three, like, toddlers. And, like, I'm just don't – I don't want to fucking do that shit, man. I don't want to, like – you know, like, I, I'm not throwing shade on single mothers at all because I came from a single mother. My mom was a single mom when I was a kid. But um, I just don't want to fucking do that shit, man. I think you'd be a good stepdaddy. I think I would, too. Do but- the stepdaddy. Shout out Trick Daddy. He, <laughs> he's not a friend of the pod yet, but he will be <laughs> if he lives. Anyway <laughs> – <laughs> but no, not for real though, man. Like, so I'm a stepdad, okay. But ah, I can't use me as an as an analogy or or a comparison because I was a dad before I was stepdad. But there's certain rewards from that. Now you get with the you get with the right woman, all right. Not somebody just out here looking for a daddy to my kids, and then she's still gonna go out there and do what the fuck she want to do. There's good women out there with kids, good single moms, or good women without kids that's just looking for a good man like yourself. They don't really want nothing from you. They just want you to respect their kids, give them the attention that they need, and make their pussy wet. <laughs> see, I, I, I think I've been thinking about it wrong the whole fucking time because you know I see uh, someone that has like kids or man, it's it's some on, some some of these dating apps around here that these Trash. girls have like three or four kids and they're like twenty six and I'm like, what the fuck you been doing, bitch? Oh, jeez, <laughs> oh, I just can't fucking do it, bro. But um, I don't know, man. I think that's like kind of like my misconception, and I think that's what I need to start kind of like. You know, part of it is just like, you know, like. I don't know if I'm going to live here for the rest of my life. And, and I'm just like, you know, if I like, you know, I'm 34, like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm truly, I'm, I'm truly ready to, ready to like, you know, get in a relationship and do all that. I put it to you this way, man. We both moved away and came back. Why was that? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We, we both moved away. But we came back. Something about home, man. <laughs> Something about home. I get, yeah, man. I don't know, man. Like, I think, I think I got kind of burned because, like, you know, I moved back uh, about two, almost two and a half years ago. Like, I think it was uh, Feb- February, March of uh, 2020. Yeah. Like, so I moved back 2018. See, so you had some time to to be here and experience normal life. I came back. I was living with one of my buddies. At his house, same hanging out with that motherfucker every day, and I'm like, same, and like I slowly getting sick of it. Shout out Ben, shout out to Ben, man, (laughs) friend of the pod, friend of the pod, for real. (laughs) Hey Ben, man, I wouldn't be here without you, dog, for real. You took me in, and you know I'm gonna get non-homo shit. I'm gonna say no homo. Cancel me if you want, but motherfucker, if you if you ever listen to this, like. You really helped me get back on my feet. I was in a tough spot. I really appreciate that, man. That whole year and a half that we lived together, that means something to me. Like to have you on the pod, though, man. Hit me up. Yeah, man. Something similar happened to me, you know. Like, like I, when I came back, like I, I was staying at Matt's house for uh, a few months, 
Shout out to Matt. Shout out you to helped Matt. me get back on my feet, brother. I can't. I can't thank you he enough for that shit. He can't deny that. Um, I'm. I, I'm forever thank forever. For <laughs> thank you. Thank you for that. Juice. It's the juice, baby. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm forever thankful for for Matt and um, and then like that shit happened. Came back. I went to fucking Argentina because like me and him, I was living in Cali. We came back. Damn, nigga, when you go to Argentina, you tell me that shit. He was like, man, man, I went to L.A., I went to Boston, New York. Nigga, when you went to Argentina? So, so it was like February. Is that when you fell in love with the Latinas? Oh, no. That happened when I was living in Sherman Oaks, California. Shout out to Sherman Oaks. It's my favorite place Shout in the fucking Shout out to Sherman Valley, Oaks. Baby. Never been there, but you know what it is. Fuck Studio City, baby. Sherman Oaks all the way. I'm a country ass motherfucker, you know. I dirty south. But yeah, man. Um, I was in Sherman Oaks, uh, in uh, 2020, uh, almost a little over two years ago, and um, you know, I was a single man back then. Went through a horrible, horrible breakup, and I started get back on the dating scene, and um, you know, like most of the girls I was matching with were Latina, and um, mm-hmm. I just got used mm-hmm. to it, man, because like. Most of the dates I was going on, they're like, oh, like, yeah, we're from Mexico. Like, I mean, like, I was in, you know, Van Nuys is just north of Sherman Oaks. And, um, you know, Van Nuys is, like, mostly, like, a Hispanic neighborhood. And, um, you know, I set my my distance for, to pretty short because I'm not going down to Echo Park or taking some fucking Uber down to Silver Lake and spending, like, 40 bucks on a trip. I was like, I need some Valley Girls in my life. And most of them Valley Girls were beautiful brown Latinas. And, um... And then after a while, I didn't really think about it at first, but I'm just like, man, I really like all these girls. And I'm like, oh shit, I am, you know, some people. Young Igloo. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a fucking Eskimo, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a Native American. (laughs) I'm triple oppressed out here. (laughs) We the same. (laughs) Yeah, man. But I look Mexican. (laughs) Anyway. Dude, if I got. Dude, if I'm I get good. tan enough, it makes it kind of. I kind of look like it, but like, yeah, dude. I just got used to like dating like Mexican girls because um, that was like most most of the girls that I was like dating. Look like them, and um, didn't know look Spanish. I do now. <laughs> shout out to Mexican girls. I love Mexican girls. I love you, all of them. Uh, shout out to your abuelitos too, because I know that's important. But yeah. Um, <laughs> 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 Yeah, but, <laughs> <laughs> I hate you, man. but yeah, man. Like I just got used to that. I used to got. I used to. I, I got used to that fucking way of life, man. Because like that's just the only fucking thing I knew. And then, um, you know, he, Matt came out, and uh, we hung out in L.A. for a few days. No, no, he ain't came out yet. We just still waiting. Yeah, I mean, like during that period, like you know, it's just like, <laughs> you know, it's just like he just now got the joke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm running a little behind here today. <laughs> He's on dial-up internet. It's okay. <laughs> anyway, go ahead, man. My bad. My bad. My bad. Yeah, man. I just got used to it because it's like, uh, you know, it's like the, uh, it's it's not. It wasn't really a particular fetish of mine or anything. I'm not, I'm not a fetish kind of guy, but like, Sounds I just pretty fetishy. Well, dude, I mean, like L.A. It's like most most of the. I mean, like, so many people speak Spanish in L.A. Like, I used to like have like a pretty good working knowledge of Spanish, and I still do to an extent, but. I just can't really speak it with a lot of people these days. I, I, I'm gonna stop you right there, Young. This motherfucker, when Young got when that uh, song "Gasolina" came out, that's when he fell in love. 
Like he watched that mu- uh, music video. Ooh, gasolina, and he was masturbating to that with some Jergens lotion. He told me he ain't gonna tell y'all that, but that's when he fell in love. At that point, two thousand five. Silence, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that's what happens when the truth hits you. <laughs> he wanted to tell this his long extravagant story. <laughs> When the truth was, he was at home watching MTV Jams, and that song, mm, Gasolina, came on. It was a music video. He saw all them Latina bitches popping their ass. And he was like, yes, God. <laughs> <laughs> and this white boy slash Eskimo. This is, war- this is my lane. Yeah, man. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. Uh. <laughs> yeah, bro. Fuck this whole story up, didn't I? He's telling this long, <laughs> lavish story. Nigga, we ain't got time for that shit. Cut to the facts. <laughs> All right, so. Just the facts, man. I love the teen ladies. Uh, <laughs> it's, just, it's just my life, man. It's just it's my it. life. I got used to it, bro. Came back here on the date naps trying to meet girls. It's just all white girls. I'm just like, what the fuck? Where are the Mexican girls at? Because. <laughs> Never mind. Because <laughs> they got knocked up by all the black niggas around here. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, man. man it's it's been a struggle ever since, and they ain't man. around. It's been and they ain't sh- around. And they looking for some daddies. And then you you pull your pants down like, nah, bro. This ain't where it's at. <laughs> man, it just. Because <laughs> black, we hang. Not from trees, <laughs> but from the dangling. I just got hey, used to that. That's me. Yeah, man, I, I don't know, man. I just got used to that way of life, man. And then when I came back, I'm just like, you know, I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sustain this way of life, you know, like, you know, like being around, like, you know, a bunch of, you know, being a minority, like, you know, like growing up here, it's like, um, you know, everybody's fucking white. And like, I think when I was a kid at Town Acres, uh, Town Acres Elementary School, uh, <laughs> I think there were probably like five or six black kids. Yeah, see, I'm not originally from here. I'm from Chattanooga, Tennessee. Shout out Chat Town. Chat Town, out, baby. Chat Town. T5 for what? Anyway, time middle school and went there. Anyway, uh, so we have op- we have opposite effects. All the schools I grew up in, middle school, uh, elementary school, middle school, it was like 95% black kids. Four percent Mexicans, one percent white, <laughs> or two percent white. That the math didn't add up. No, that's right. One percent white. Anyway, that juice is hitting. Anyway, so I didn't move up here into what two thousand two. My I was in eighth grade, dog, and I was like, um, "Where's all the black people at?" And so I can I can give a testament on his story. Ain't no, I mean, there's black folks here, but ain't no like black folks here. We ain't here like that. Yeah, man. Like, I don't know for whatever fucking reason I thought that like L.A. was gonna be like here, like because like literally, man. Like where nah, I lived, bro. where I lived in the valley, like um, I was the minority. I was around like Mexican and South American people like all yeah. the time. I was always the minority. 
And then when I came back, I'm just like, oh, it's going to be like here. Like, there's going to be like a Mexican community here. And uh, there is not. I mean, I know that there is, but now, there, I ain't seen there, anybody, though. There is a Mexican community here, man. But not with the type that you're looking for. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean. Yeah, yes, I do, I do, I do. <laughs> now, the type that you're looking for is in Miami, L.A., and probably certain parts of Texas. To be honest. Yeah, probably New Mexico. New Mexico, too. Arizona. Arizona, yeah. But not here, dog. Nah, the motherfuckers here, they just look for a way of life. (laughs) That was a hard pill I had to swallow uh, coming back to Tennessee. It's just like the whole Mexican community that I was used to ain't here. It was hard, man. All the good food, all the the, the wonderful women. But anyway... (laughs) Yeah, man, you know, like, um, I was used to that shit, and then, you know, Matt and I drove back to Tennessee over a period of five days, and um, we consumed uh, an an embarrassing amount of alcohol every single day, and um, got back, I mean, like, I drive a Nissan Versa, you know, it's a small car, we were sitting next to each other, I had three guitars, two amps, and all my luggage, all my personal belongings in that car, and, um, Every night that we, nigga, uh, I drove. I drove back with trash bags. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, this car was fucking packed out, and so like we had to drag three guitars and an amp every night <clears throat> to the place that we were staying at. Cause like, you know, I'm not having somebody break in my car and like steal my shit. So um, we moved that shit every day. Came back. I'd spent five days on the road with this dude, uh, plus the few days he was in L.A. and um, As soon as we got back to Tennessee, I was like, I don't want to see you for like two weeks, bro. I do not want to hear your voice. I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to. I hear you, man. I was like, I don't want anything to do with you, motherfucker. And then I'm just like, I'm going to Argentina, bro. Like, I'll see you in a week, man. Oh, I was wondering, (laughs) man, God, God dang. You told that whole story. Just get to how you ended up in fucking Argentina. Motherfucker, I'm sitting here and like, okay. I asked one simple question. Nigga told a 15-minute story. <laughs> and he was like, that's how I ended up in Argentina. <laughs> Ta-da! I'm like, God. See, that's how you know he was raised down here. <laughs> because that's how niggas down here tell stories. And this in the fucking South, y'all know if y'all listen, if, if y'all listen to this, y'all from the South, y'all know. Y'all got to have a plot. The whole background, I'm going to give you the background. You got to understand the plot. You got to understand dynamic characters, antagonists, protagonists. And you got to understand my change in this. It's a whole fucking story. And he could have answered the question in five minutes. (laughs) I tried. (laughs) But that's what we're about, man. That's what we're about. We ain't here just chilling. We drinking. We chilling. And just being homies, man. Yeah, man. Like, I went down to Argentina. It was fucking great because uh, I had a friend from uh, from school that lived there. She's from Venezuela. Um, and uh, she, you know, Venezuela was, was pretty fucked up at that point. So she, uh, um, Argentina took them um, under the wing or whatever the fuck the term is. Um, 
and um, <clears throat> I went to Argentina for a week, and then I think I was there for like seven days total, and like on day four, the World Health Organization declared COVID a pandemic, and I'm just like, shit, like, am I going to be able to go back home? No, motherfucker. I was like, I don't want to be stuck in Argentina, like, it's cool down here, but like, I was like, I could probably I'll do- i tell you how you get back home. <laughs> so- you know, Igloo, he might be an Eskimo look like a Mexican. But that day, he told them motherfuckers he was white. <laughs> <laughs> he got his ass back home. <laughs> Not for real, man. I, it was pretty scary, dude. Like, it was. Oh, I bet. We went to. But I'm still going to make fun of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like, it was like we, it was like day four or something like that. And um, it was like raining all day. So, like, um, my friend and I, we, we, plan to like just like hit up all the major art galleries that day because like you know what the fuck else are we gonna do right went to like sounds real white went to like three art galleries and Uh um they're just like oh we're shut down and like what the fuck's going on and like this army dude we talked to at the last one he's like oh yeah like there's a pandemic and i'm like what the fuck and so they got he didn't shoot you yeah i know man got back to the airbnb he would have shot me and um found out that code declared a pandemic and you know, I drank a bottle of wine and um, I called my mom like, Mama! Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm going to stop right there. The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you drank a goddamn bottle of wine? Uh, Yeah, man. There's not a lot of not a lot of wine in a regular bottle. It's That's thirsty. true. That's true. <laughs> All right, so. Ah, this I was just stressed out, man. Man, I can't even get drunk off a bottle of wine for real. I managed to that day. <laughs> I called my mom like, hey. Because um, it's only like, what is it, like three and a half glasses and a bottle of wine? Uh, four, three healthy pours. No, I don't, I don't do healthy pours. Two. Uh, I, I do big man. <laughs> I, do, I do grown man pours. I feel, every time I pour a bottle of wine, I fill it up to the brim. Dog. All right, we're talking about like two and a half glasses, maybe two and a quarter. Three, two and a half to three, that's what yeah. I'm talking about. <laughs> Shit, I'm a drinker drinker. Shit, don't fuck with me. <laughs> Yeah, man, I got back and I was just like, I don't know if I'm gonna go home or not. And then, um, uh, eventually, you know, like I left and got back into Dallas. And, um, though, you know, I got global entry, uh, and uh, came back and they're like, Hey, have you been anywhere else in the past few days? And I was like, I went to, um, I was like, I did, but I didn't he, say I did. He about to lie, he lied to the police. See, we can't do that, <laughs> black folks, black folks, we can't do that. I just said floats. Anyway, folks, black folks, we can't lie to the police like that. He was out here lying to the police. That's why I walk. That's why I rode with this motherfucker. You know what I'm talking about? I always gotta have someone talk to the police. I went to Uruguay. That's just like right across the water. It's like Uruguay. Yeah, you're gay. Anyway, <laughs> y'all can cancel me. That was funny. God damn it. Y'all don't cancel me. Y'all Uruguay's me. overrated. Um, I would go back, back, but um, I went to, um, I went to, I can't remember what place I went to, but like, there wasn't a lot there. And, um, yeah, motherfucker tried to flex on me. I went to Uruguay and this and that and me, 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 me. <laughs> trying to flex on me. You know what, motherfucker? I've been, I've been to Memphis <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't get shot at. <laughs> I've been to East St. Louis, nigga. I did get shot at there, but that's besides the point. <laughs> I went to this, motherfucker. You been in the hood? 
<laughs> I have. You walked out to your mailbox without getting beat by the police. That's fear of mine every day. <laughs> I go on a venture every day. I just don't go to other countries. Well, I came back. <laughs> and. <laughs> oh, man. When's this story going in, dog? I came back and fucking COVID <laughs> happened. And then and then it's just like my hopes of like finding like a beautiful Latina girl. That I could uh, check up there. with. Oh, good story, Young Igloo. <laughs> Give it up for Young Igloo. He had a great story. Woo! Asked him one question. Took him 30 minutes to answer it. Give it up to Young Igloo. <laughs> I'd like to uh, thank Johnny Walker for that story. Um, a lot of support uh, for that story, listener. Um, uh, Johnny Walker. Thank you. Now on more serious shit, young, young, hey, you know I be on the internets a lot, the interwebs, social media. There's a debate out there. You ain't got no more juice. That's a sad story. I got another one. <laughs> you should have. Um, does milk go before syrup or syrup go before milk? Explain yourself. I always put cereal first, man. Bet. That's a bet. That's why I fuck with them. You motherfuckers out here pouring your milk, then pouring the cereal in there. Y'all cereal killers. Y'all don't have no respect for life. The fuck sense does that make? Pouring your milk in there, then pouring your cereal in there. Motherfucker, maybe I want to add some sugar to my cereal. I eat Cheerios sometimes. Cheerios need a little sugar. You pour Cheerios in the bowl, pour some sugar in there, pour some milk in there, stir it up. Now, I grew up broke. How many of y'all grew up broke? I can't see y'all, but I know y'all did. Man, I did that shit too. My mom would pour some like Cheerios in the bowl, pour some sugar on top of it, put milk in, mix that shit together. Make it taste good. But what that milk was just a little lukewarm. <laughs> we all been there. <laughs> I saw a video the other day. I wanted to ask you about this because uh, I just now thought of it. When you mix Kool-Aid when you are a kid, ah, goddamn. did you add sugar to it? or just Hell yeah. It? Hell yeah. Motherfucker. To this day, this is how I make uh, make fucking Kool Aid. To to this day, I need two packs of Kool Aid, right? Make make a picture. I mix my Kool Aids, so I'll take I'll take like a purple and a red, for instance. Purple and red. I'm hood now. I don't know the flavors, dog. I know the colors. What I do is I pour a mountain of sugar before I put any water in the fucking pitcher. I pour a mountain. I'm talking about goddamn mountain of sugar <laughs> in the fucking to my to my Negro ancestors. Tell me to stop. That's how much sugar I put in there. I never measure shit out. I just pour sugar in it. All right, bet. Then I put the packet Kool Aid packets in there. All right. Then I pour the water. I fill it halfway up. Stir it. 
Stir it up. Put a little bit more. Put about another quarter of water in it. Keep stirring it. And fill it on up. That shit be lit. I make the best Kool-Aid this side, Tennessee. You know, man. Um, make it, That Kool-Aid be so sweet, you got to get your foot cut off. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, um, I think. Um, That's sweeter than McDonald's tea. So, like, I, I think until, I think it's maybe earlier this year, like, I, I haven't had Kool-Aid since, um, I think since, like, I was in elementary school. I go to my mom's house one day and open the fridge up. There's a pitcher of fucking red Kool-Aid in the same goddamn oh, pitcher oh, that red, she made the, it in when I was a kid. And I'm just like, oh. <laughs> I just, like, pour the fucking glass, drink that shit. And I'm like, God damn, this shit's good. Man, red Kool-Aid. Red fucking Shout out Kool-Aid. to red Kool-Aid. Shout out, shout out to red Kool-Aid. I'm a fan of purple too, man. That's my Pur- shit. That's my shit too. I didn't want to sound. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> purple drink. Purple drink. Fried chicken watermelon. You know how black people got stuck with water, the stigma and watermelon? What happened? All right, so. What happened was it was slave days. Free slaves got, you know, free slaves went out, but what what they was going to do for money. So they start selling watermelons. Start selling watermelons. And they was making good money off that shit. And the white folks got pissed. Like the white folks in power and all this shit. So they, they started the whole, they started the whole, Nigga, watermelon shit, and trying to deter other white folks from buying watermelons off these black folks, and it worked. And then that's how the whole, um, whole stigmatism or whatever you want to call it, um, got started by black folks and watermelon <laughs> stigmatism. That's what I got in my eyes, man. I got a stigmatism. <laughs> You know what the fuck I mean? <laughs> yeah, I do. I'm fucking, I'm fucking halfway <laughs> drunk in this bitch. Not stigma, you know, yeah, stigma, stigma, tip, stig- yeah, stigma. <laughs> stigma, what is it? Stigma, stigma. That's it. <laughs> that's what I said. <laughs> you said stigmatism. <laughs> God damn it. Is this what Dr. King died? <laughs> we gotta ask ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to share some black history here, <laughs> and the white man still trying to hold me down. <laughs> we gotta do some polls or some shit, and one day if we get if we get big enough, we will start doing like some polls and this and that on the interwebs and all that shit. But you know, it's it's our first episode, y'all. And I think we're doing pretty damn good. Yeah, I think we're doing pretty damn good. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I think we're. Uh, I think we're getting to a point where uh, we're about to order some food. That's right. About we to need, call it. Call it. We got. We're about to call it. You know, we got. We got soak this alcohol up. <laughs> yeah. We we in here wild and <laughs> all. It's, it's about to get real raunchy if we don't stop, man. I know. It's it's just gonna <laughs> keep going and going. It's gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be some nasty shit. That's right. But. We'll get nasty. Just listen to us. I, that's a bet. But yeah, I want to give a shout out to uh, whoever the fuck is listening to this shit right now. Thank you Facts. very much. 
Appreciate it. Downloading or streaming the shit. Listen to us right now. Thank you. I'm so Young much. Igloo. This is Big Miles to Don. This is Impeccable Degenerates. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Church.